Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm missing more than just your body. Oh, is it too late now to say sorry? Yeah, I know oh, that I let you down. Is it too late to say sorry now? It's still not too late for Major Tutty to get killed by friendly fire. Welcome to a wild card weekend edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host, Meagle. <laughs> New heart again. Hey, quintessential Eagles fan. We led the entire game. I was miserable the entire time. But the NFC does run through Philly, baby. With us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, two more wins. You're in the Super Bowl. How's it feel? It feels great. And now that we know that DeMar is going to be okay, he's tweeting, he's out of the hospital, we can laugh again, huh? Uh, hey, we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson. Jamel, your season is mercifully over. Uh, how would you say the first ever Commanders season went? Uh, it went like when you get the no sugar uh, yogurt at Yogurt Land, when you get this no sugar added vanilla. I think I think we understand that. Hey, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, joining the show today, we he's the host of the A Closer Look podcast, one of the funniest people on the internet. And our first ever Bengals fan. We got Will Sennett on the show. What's up, Will? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, uh, good to be here. Good to be uh, ready for another extremely scary, nervous week as a Bengals fan, like they all are. Yeah, man. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the playoffs. Um, we were talking before we hit record. You wrote this great article about how awful of a coach Zach Taylor is, or maybe just pleading with him to kind of to figure things out. Like, is this make or break time for your loyalty to him, or is that ship you sailed? Know- are you... You know, I mean, he he did so many good things this year, and he did improve on on some places. Uh, Joe's Joe's quote this weekend when they asked him about what his window was, and he said, "The window is my whole career." That really that really fired me up, and I think helped helped me believe in that this window might be a little bit longer uh, than a lot of us uh, Bengals faithful think it is. Uh, can I ask you something? Do you? What, do you know Bengals kid? That's me making a wild <laughs> assumption, but I'm just wondering if you're the, you're the first Bengals fan we had on the show. So I was just wondering mm-hmm. if you had any connection to Bengals kid. Did you like go to school with his older cousin or like? You mean the well, kid who wrapped the knife kid who wrapped last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. talked last year at the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that that kid was that was the most electrifying video I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I mean, if I was I was never more calm. I was like, dude, we're going to the damn Super Bowl when I saw that thing. I mean. That was great. I'm sure. I'm. I think all Bengals fans are at least one generation removed away from being related. So I could safely say he's probably my cousin or something. I mean, you guys got to trot that kid back out there. We need another video of this kid. You know, there's new Drake and Twenty One Savage songs out there. Come on, dude. Where oh, yeah. are you? I mean, he probably Bengals hit puberty. Kid. He's probably like a foot taller and awkward now, and pimply, oh, and his no. voice is cracking. Yeah, his career's over. He's toast, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the day he gets over 5 2, it's it's done. It's over. It's over. He's like the uh, yodeling kid in Walmart, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now he's like hitting it on girls at college bars. Yeah. And you're oh, like, what no. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I just not to go backwards one sec. When you see a story about like Lovey Smith or Cliff Kingsbury getting fired, do you get jealous? Do you th- do you think how amazing it'd be with Zach Taylor? What if Zach Taylor like didn't Urban Meyer and got caught like getting grinded on in a college bar? You know, I mean, but again, I think I can only. I think I I think that the article might have made me. I don't want him. I I I'm not sure if I want him fired. It's like this like kind of angel devil thing I struggle with. But I just want him to take my my soul and my life seriously. You know, I need him to know that that. My dad could die happy if the Bengals win the Super Bowl after a lifetime of, of sadness. If he does this for me as a personal favor, it could make my life a lot better moving forward. And I just need him to understand that, the gravity of the situation almost. Hey, yeah, I mean, he would Taylor. probably save the city. I don't even know what oh. shape the city's in, but it would probably save it. I mean, Cincinnati's never been doing awesome. You know what I mean? We've just kind of been, you know, we've been heads above water for about, I don't know, 150, 200 years, probably. Yeah. In my head, y'all got a lot of defunct malls. We like do. A lot we of have different... a. Dude, you could throw a rock in any direction and break the window of a lid store in Cincinnati. <laughs> now, would you say your dad is from an era you might call a boomer boomer? Yeah, Namely, he's a. Bo- that is. Mm. I've never heard that, but did you just coin that? I did, and I needed to awkwardly good. wedge it in. But uh, it makes Yo, get that on a damn T-shirt! Wow, Ooh. it's pretty good. Nah, yeah, yeah my get dad is a boomer. My dad is a boomer. Boomer. Um, he was at he was at the uh, second Super Bowl. Um, he you know he lived through it. He lived through all that pain. You know, losing to the Niners both those times, especially the second one, was just such a nightmare. I think for the city in, in general, and really set us back a couple decades. It seemed. Um, so yeah, he's known, he's known more pain than, than a lot of people. And how painful on the traditional, like medical pain scale, like what face are you at after that Super Bowl? Uh, cause I mean, improbable run, great season out of nowhere, kind of because of the ACL that first season with Burrow. Right. Uh, I where mean, would you say? It, um, it was like, it was terrified hope. You know what I mean? Like, like, like the hope that is like very real. And very tangible, but it feels like it can all go away in a second. Um, because I talked a lot about, you know, like the Carson Palmer thing. We were we were locked and loaded, ready to go. Carson looked great. You know, we had Chris it. Henry, Chad Johnson, TJ Hushmanzada, Rudy Johnson. We were cooking. We looked like we had the day RIP dude. Um, but it looked like we were cooking for maybe five more years, you know, and then ACL, one or two bad breaks, one other guy signed somewhere else, and then it's over, you know. So we're so the the fragility of it all. Um, is what is what really scares me but every everything that comes out of Joe Burrow's mouth and everything he does you know makes me feel a little bit better because I mean he is like two straight years of saying every single right thing and doing every single right thing I mean he is he is locked and loaded you know he so is can I just three. on a side note I have mm-hmm. to say if the Bengals if the Ocho Cinco Carson Palmer era Bengals won a Super Bowl. I would definitely have a ponytail like Hushmanzada right now. Oh, I would absolutely. definitely have the sloop. Like I was so I was so close Dude. to like already looking like sugar free. <laughs> yeah, it really I totally changed the lives been. of thousands of men. Oh yeah, I mean if, not having success. If the Steelers hadn't taken out Carson Palmer in that game. It'd be Hoosh in those Head and Shoulders commercials instead of Troy Polamalu. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah, dude. Dark and lovely. Yo, black hair care products was already on the rise, dog. He was all, he was first in line. All right. 
Let's get into this shit. Let's start the show the way we always do by talking about what we hated about watching football last week. Danny, let's start with you. Kick it off. What'd you hate about watching football last week? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I hated watching my players get hurt, like at all now. I can tell that I experienced some kind of real trauma from the DeMar Hamlin situation because now, like, after every hit, every play where a player's even down for like a second, I'm becoming like a mother. I'm like, is he okay? Oh, Lord, please get up. My sweet lineman, don't die on the field. <laughs> like 10 years ago on ESPN, we had jacked up, which was just us laughing at the hardest hits of the weekend. And I remember I'd watch a clip and be like, Psh, you call that jacked up? He barely lost his helmet. <laughs> now I'm like so aware of every possible vulnerable area on a player's body that I can't even take pleasure and even like my players hurting guys on the other team. You see all the ex-players on Twitter like being like, why don't they just play two-hand touch? And these days I'm like, maybe they should. Maybe we should just <laughs> make that the game. Whatever it takes, just don't hurt my babies. Hopefully this is mm. just a phase. I, I hope it's a phase. By playoff time, my bloodthirst comes back. But right mm. now, I just want everyone besides Tom Brady to be safe. <laughs> so... Are you worried? Are you concerned about a neutered version of the NFL? Or do you think it's better and you need it to be neutered? I just saw, I saw Patrick Mahomes get sacked. He fell a little awkwardly. I was like, I, my own life was in his hands at that moment, in his knee. I And like you're saying, well, I mean, it's like it, they're taking your entire heart and soul in the palm of their hand for three hours every Sunday. Wives don't understand this. Nobody does. Nobody it's does. real. I am being tortured. It is a type of psychological torture that I've submitted to. And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what the game should be, could be. But uh, I like that we're making the steps we're making. I'll probably get back to wanting people to get maimed out there. But man, this weekend was weird. Let's move on. Will, what did you hate about watching football last week? I hated – this has been a tough year. I hated watching the fucking Rams tumble and, and fall and die into the end of this shitty, shitty season that uh, that followed up the Super Bowl because they did, of course – again, they beat, they beat the Bengals. And watching, watching them play football this year, it was like watching the guy who your girlfriend cheated on you with get really into pills. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like, how could like this, it's almost worse that you're doing so bad now. You know, I would have, I was, I would have hoped for maybe a 10 and six, a wild card birth, but no, Oh, we got beat by literally the, the, the very last day that team could have ever been good was that Super Bowl. <laughs> if the Super Bowl was played one day later, we would have been playing the third stringers. Yo, I saw the Rams outside of seven 11 looking bad dog. Ooh. Sweatpants was looking big, saggy. She had the little boots on. Nah, it was crazy, <laughs> dog. Does yeah, your girl still talk to the Rams? Oh man, <laughs> dude, looking like James Franco and Spring Breakers. You're just like, what is going on with those guys? <laughs> Selling the Rams in front of a red box. Saw the Rams <laughs> yelling at the cashier at the Waba Grill. <laughs> Full volume oh. on the phone, yelling at the. It was crazy. Walking down the street eating a little Caesar's pizza. Oh, <laughs> whole pizza. It's not even cut. He, no. he, he said, don't cut it. <laughs> he God. needs it mobile. Oh, man. Oh, so, yeah, no, that was no. it was 
it was tough. It was a tough year watching watching those fucking dipshits, you know, play Pit- around. Pitiful, pitiful title defense. One of the worst title defenses in any sport I can ever remember. And also, what's McVay, what's McVeigh's deal? Okay, you don't like coaching. We oh, oh fine, but just get the fuck <laughs> out of here if you really don't like it that much. Yeah. Jamel, like what you cool do to job. him? Yeah, Jamel, what'd what? you do to Sean McVay? Jamel met nah. and talked to Sean McVay. Oh, did you like S- Did you the put SPs the fear of God yeah, into him? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, no, I saw him at the ESPYS, and I told him, I told him, I saw him at Tyson's too back in the day acting up. I saw him at Tyson's Corner Center, where the stores are. For the if you know, you know. I saw him acting bad in front of the, uh, you know, the the Hermes store. <laughs> he acted like he didn't remember. Mm-hmm. Seems like I threw the season off off kilter. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, Rams Nation. Also, the good, saddest man. part about it, seeing Aaron Donald in that Paramount Plus commercial. Oh, yes. yeah. you know what oh, I mean? Man. He comes yeah. peeking around the corner. It's so sad. Every time I see him come behind Dora the Explorer's back. I forgot Poor he existed. Michael Key, too. You're like, man, you don't need that. It sucks yeah. that you have to do this. You know? Yeah. You know they made him do it on a real mountain. That wasn't even fake snow. <laughs> He said, "No jacket, no sir. You are fucking short sleeves." Um, Jamel, what'd you hate about watching football last week? Uh, you know, obviously, I could say something like, "Oh, watching the Commanders play a meaningless blah blah blah." <laughs> what I actually hated was football in Florida. I hate that every team in Florida made the playoffs. Crazy, and just when they, when that happened. This feeling of dread came over me like the realization that Florida is a state designed by the government to promote the evils of football. All of the <laughs> rules in Florida are pro football rules. This is these people are they're gambling on like Pop Warner games. Kids be like six, they're putting money. Yeah, I mean, you don't gotta pay no property tax. You know who doesn't pay their taxes? Every football coach, every football coach who's ever coached has lapsed on their taxes. And they love You're it right. down there. And this is this idea that all of the best football players come from Florida. Everything goes through Florida. Dion's like, oh, you, you know what I'm saying? I'm moving to Colorado, but it's all about Florida. I'm bringing everybody from Florida to Colorado. You know, and then, and then they got these kids skipping high school to go chase rabbits in like sugarcane fields. <laughs> Well, and I think you've uh, identified something too. All of these teams are in the playoffs, so there's something for every type of Floridian. So it's like, you know, if you're a yacht douche, uh, you have the Dolphins. Sure, that's Rick your Rose. team. If He's you're there. a Pitbull, staunch, don't forget Pitbull. If you're, if you're a staunch Republican, the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay, they're waiting for you right there. And yeah. if you're a pill popping cousin fucker, <laughs> there's Jacksonville, who's also a staunch Republican. Yeah. Also, <laughs> both versions they got a team for republicans and libertarians yeah there's there's the uh there's the marco republicans in tampa and then you go north to the marjorie taylor green republicans in uh, jacksonville oh my god my goodness it just or feels Matt like Gates. something that we should be looking at more closely how did we let this happen i don't know we we let florida get too powerful it's too late the new the react <laughs> the core is overheated we're all gonna die it feels that way. Yeah, once once 40 of the top 50, uh, you know, rising seniors in high school football were from Florida, we were finished, dog. That was the end of everything. Florida is physically an anchor on our nation. 
It's like well, bringing us down. Quickly, mm. what I what I hated about football this week, uh, in a player who once played for Tampa Bay, who's now an analyst, uh, Chris Sims. Uh, I really hate this guy. He pops on NBC to provide an analysis. Um, most of all, I hate him because of his awful Jalen Hurts takes all season long. Like he's the one who started that whole system quarterback thing. And then last week, I don't know if you guys saw, he basically I imploded. I <laughs> okay, well, you and Chris Sims it started it. Sims. Parallel Chris thoughts. Sims national. Uh, you, you know, parallel have, thoughts. We were all thinking. sure. Parallel thoughts. Uh, so you know, he doubled and tripled down on this terrible. Jalen Hurts take. He said Gardner Minshew is just as good. And you know what? Chris Sims. I just don't like his face. I don't like his pompous ass demeanor. I don't like that he's him. a pedo baby, nepo baby ass. It's nepo. It's yeah, nepo. There's a big difference. Nepo Wait, he's baby. A, he's not a pedo <laughs> baby, is he? <laughs> Maybe. I think he might be. He looks like if Roger Goodell had a secret baby with Brittany Murphy while she was on pills. And then Goodell forced Phil Sims to raise this bastard child who became Chris Sims. And I, it's oh damn, that's that's unfair. Well, let me. It's not unfair because uh, let me just talk to Chris real quick because you know Chris Sims. If you're listening to the show, and I know you are, wow. Chris, you think we forgot about your DWI arrest when you were playing for the Titans with your eight-month pregnant wife in the pre- oh. in the passenger seat? <gasps> oh and my God! How dare you, Chris Sims? People do not forget. You were 30 years old when this happened. You weren't some kid just right out of college. From the article I found, uh, the prosecutor, <laughs> Alexandra Glazer, claimed Sims was so high the night he was pulled over, he passed out cold on the precinct floor. Um, Sims insisted that he was not driving stoned and he would never have imperiled his wife and unborn child. You know what Chris wound up doing? He blamed his fucking friend. He made his buddy take the fall for him. Oh, This, real, this all really happened. So I don't know if you guys saying- have- when they're saying stoned, are they saying like stone? How old people say stone? Like when you're drunk, you're stone. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or, yeah. or did he get a little too gone off the off the green and, yeah. <laughs> and almost kill his wife? He was this stoned, in stoned on gin and tonics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, I don't want to even give him, give him credit for driving around high. That's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. So, Chris, I know you were also mixing in some drinks. Um, you know, Chris, he has a podcast called Unbuttoned. You need to button that shit back up, bro. How about you it's zip disgusting. it up? You want, you want to know why, Chris Sims? I've been on your wife's Instagram. She's private, but I, I followed her and she accepted. Whoa. So, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, watch out, dude. My. I will slowly and deliberately <laughs> wow. unravel your marriage via Instagram. One like every four months for four straight years. I got nothing but time, Chris Sims. I can play this game all day long. All of a sudden, boom, I like three hot pictures from nine years ago. She's confused, but she's curious. Pretty soon we're DMing. <laughs> Keep Jalen Hurts' name out your fucking mouth. Oh oh better God, hope your, you better hope your wife doesn't like memes, dog, or else it's yeah. over. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna destroy uh, your own marriage in the process. I hope Jesus Christ, you didn't push a T. <laughs> why it. you go? Why did you go push a T mode on Chris Sims? Oh man, I just honestly, he just looked kind of. He gave some like smug smirk on nbc last week and i was like all right i don't like this guy let's i'm gonna attack, attack i do mode. agree he looks terrible he looks like um he looks like if uh family circus had a bad uncle you know like the family circus kids there's like a bad uncle who pulled up every now and again uh, 
All right, all right, let's move on. Okay, let's get into our MVP for the 2022 season, or I guess the the non MVP MVP, because we all know who the MVP was. It's Patrick Mahomes. I, I w- wish I could say it was Jalen Hurts, probably Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Danny, you want to you want to get us into this one? Who's your non MVP MVP? Yeah, you know, thinking back to our text thread, and I had said non MVP MVP, and then you suggested maybe most entertaining player, and then I was like, fuck that, that's stupid. It yeah, turns out I, was, I think I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I think this is really the award for the most entertaining player. And having worked in the clip show business for so long, I've learned that there is no higher form of entertainment than the epic fail. Someone walking into a situation with all types of confidence, then taking such an L that their ass splits in half. And this season, we had an embarrassment of riches. Obviously, Aaron coming back from four and seven to almost make the playoffs, then not. That's a big one. Pretty good. Uh, but we talk too much about Aaron and every time we do and talk about him at all, Pat McAfee gets like another development deal. So let's just be done with him. I thought about Mayfield, you know, he gets his career back for like one second and then it's gone again. Or Jeff Saturday for winning that one Raiders game and then racking up six of the most embarrassing losses in league history, <laughs> culminating in my Texans pick. Uh, Ugh. but in the end came down to one guy, Zach Wilson. His, his, yeah. season, his season started off with a bang, namely banging his mom's friend or friend's mom. That was never made clear. We never figured that out. Um, but then Incredible he left. accomplishment, by the way. So Either funny. Way. Great yeah, way to start I mean, the season. You get all the stories of the, the teammates, like, you know, patting him on the head, loving this guy. Big season two jump vibes. Uh, but then he left this woman in the dryer she was stuck in and went to go play football. <laughs> And that is where things took a turn for Zach Wilson. He had everything on a platter, man. He had the first good Jets team since the days of Mr. Pornhub himself, Rex Ryan. He had the he had the Aryan features, the what'd you say, bitch, kind of bully face that guarantees QB success. But he get he ended up throwing some of the funniest passes I've ever seen on a highlight reel. They were in the playoffs race for so fucking long because of Brees Hall, RIP, and Garrett Wilson, and a badass defense, but it was like weekend at Bernie's, the way they had to carry this dead-armed fuck all season. And finally, they lose to the Pats in Week 11. He hits 9 of 22 for 77, and then does the hot dog suit meme at the post-game press conference. And his, his coach is like, okay, this dude needs a timeout. Everybody hates him. So they sit him, and then immediately the team is back in the hunt. But the football comedy gods decide they're not done, so they crush Mike White's ribs, and Joe Flacco got osteoporosis or something. So Salah's like, Zach's probably learned his lesson, right? And then he proceeds to tank even harder, dooms any chance of them making the playoffs, and gets benched for Chris Streveler. So... He's my MEP this year and uh, proof that sleeping with older women is bad for your career. Hmm. I mean, or is, is it? That always, is that always yeah. true? Let's find out. Let's, make all, <laughs> let's, let's put all the QBs on MILF Island or wherever the, that new MILF show on TLC. Oh, yeah. What was the twist with that? Was it that they were all it's, each other's kids? It, it's got to be. I haven't really it seen the MILF. It has to be that. Yeah, so many times during the season, I was like watching Zach Wilson. I was, it was just like, do you care? Like, what's going on? You know, like, are you trying? I, I believe that you are bad at football. This, I believe this isn't a lack of effort thing. But I also know that you can be bad and still be good at football. 
if you just try harder than anybody else. If you Rudy it. But man, I mean, he didn't B- even he didn't look like he wanted to be there for a second. BYU isn't a total chump school. Like you knew good quarterbacks come out of there. They why isn't he able to translate it at all? I mean, he's on like the stats, like QBR or whatever it is, it's like historically low. It's like Josh Rosen, Blaine Gabbert, like Dane, Dwayne Haskins. Hey, also RIP. RIP, dude. Him and, uh, cool. him and Jamarcus Russell need to do a Robin Big-esque show. <laughs> where oh they just run around. <laughs> the biggest busts. <laughs> oh, my God. And they both wore two? They both they wore, two, wore two. The marketing right there. No, nah, that's oh. good. You got it. You, I'm hey, telling you. Cut this, because we got to take this to Hollywood. We got to mail <laughs> just, this to Hollywood. Just running around, fucking moms, drinking cough syrup. Sounds fantastic. Come on, man. Throw they live in Newport Beach together. Yeah. Mm. That shit would go crazy. Isn't like polygamy a big thing in the Mormon church? Like you could just have as yes. many wives as you want? It is, yeah. That's sick. Okay. And he fucked over I think the Jamarcus could get into that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the show is making Jamarcus Mormon? Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a nice one. Or at least that's like season three. You know what I'm saying? We get through yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. baselines, then it's like, all right, now we're going to Provo. <laughs> Un- uh, amazing poll. Well, uh, by the way, who's your MVP this season? Your MEP? My MVP, my MVP is um, is me, actually, because I am, I am, I am sitting <laughs> hey. in, a, in a penthouse in, in New Let's York go. City with the money that I bought. With the money I saved from not selling my Trevor Lawrence stocks, I am, I am sitting pretty. Everybody, I've never seen uh, a, a nation so ready to to throw a poor innocent kid whose only sin was was having Urban Meyer as his head coach. They are ready to kill that boy. And you know what he did? He said, he said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be the 11th best quarterback in the NFL right in front of your fucking faces. And that's exactly what he did. And God bless him for doing that. Hey, Amen. Damn. That's true. I was ready he to toss him. I, he I brought it, you know? I'm so excited for this weekend's like battle of the uniquely shaped tall white, young white dudes uh, chart, like Justin Herbert versus right. Trevor Lawrence. It's going to be fantastic. Battle of the long skulls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, their skulls do seem a little bit longer, don't they? Now, that is, to it. we're going to do picks, but since we won't have Will for picks, I mean, I need the vibes on this for, for my betting purposes. I'm going to be in Vegas this weekend. Do you feel like from your observations of Trevor Lawrence that he can go in and beat Trevor or beat uh, Justin Herbert in this game in a very weird spot for the Chargers? You know, all, all anybody did last year, it was not believe in him. And he, he, he proved us all wrong. And all anybody's doing this week is not believing in him. So does he kind of look like, like a Chad elephant man? You bet. But God damn it. I think he's, I think he's going to get the dub this weekend and hell he might get another one next weekend. Who knows? Who knows how hot this boy can get? Well, let's hope that doesn't happen because he, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, that would be a little too much, but yeah. I'm not watching Peterson in the play. Yeah, I'm, I was going to say, we're, gonna be in, we're doing a big live show, New Orleans, for the AFC-NFC Championship weekend. I do not want to see Trevor Lawrence's face at that event. I do not want to see Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you don't want to see Trevor Lawrence's face on a Jumbotron. Does not that belong. Might, <laughs> might do some psychological damage. Far too big. Danny, far too big. are you saying that because like, you're worried? Like if the Jags somehow got hot and came to KC? 
anything can happen on any given Sunday, but no, not worried. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jamel, who's your MVP, MEP? Look, I'm not going to shy away from it, man. The person who actually deserves the MVP trophy at their house is DeMar Hamlin. Come on, son. The guy came back to life and actually saved football. Do you understand what would have happened to the playoffs if that man didn't pull through? Do you understand what would have happened to the show? We would have had to stop doing the show, dog. We would have lost that $58 in ad money. That's true. That's what I'm saying, dog. Like, dude, he came through, and then they, the report is the first thing he asked is who won the game. The sick thing is, I needed to hear it. I needed to hear it, and he said it. And he's tweeting at the crib. I'm tweeting at the crib. <laughs> he saved the game. I owe him everything. The NFL owes him everything. The United States... He should have a billion dollars in his checking account right now for living. Straight. If up. I ever see him on the street, I'm going to give him a crisp hundred dollar bill and say thank oh, yeah. you, Rip. thank you very much, sir. Yes. One of them old ones with the small face. Always <laughs> have a dollar bill in your wallet in case you run into Demar. <laughs> this is my Demar up. dollar. Yeah. These are the new hey. rules. Demar dollars. We should <laughs> all carry Demar dollars. I will. I'll go to the ATM right now. They got rid of They don't have any Navy federal ATMs in LA anymore, but I got a way around that. This is a very enterprising. This has been a very enterprising podcast so far because we had the Boomer Boomers. We had the Jamar and Zach Robin Big, and then we got the DeMar yeah. Dollars. I mean, Hits. I don't know about you guys, but we should we should delete this right now and go get rich. No doubt. He's making sense. I, and Jamel, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, this was the best possible outcome because as Danny kind of uh, alluded to in, uh, in his, what he hated, like this game would have fundamentally changed. Like it would have been a two hand touch thing. Like there are people who really hate American football walking around who would have had a pep in their step. Just like, I knew, I knew it was evil. They were waiting for this day. Those disgusting bastards. They think Prince Harry. Prince yeah, Harry yeah. late at night, <laughs> yes, praying yeah. to British God to, to strike this man down. He was <laughs> praying to David th- Beckham to go be the Grim Reaper. <laughs> Hannah Hannah Gadsby was preparing the net too. Her her undressing of the NFL. Oh, oh, that would have been awful. All the people you know who say sports balls. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. no. It was all right there for the taking. This would have become the 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 punching bag for all of these the 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 world and uh now it's just the same brutal disgusting gladiator sport it always was. And that's great. That's what we I can live with that. Yeah. On a side note, um I was in Orange County over the weekend and I saw a lot of Bills gear out there in Orange County and I kept seeing we me and uh uh Shorty went to a bunch of malls and I kept seeing the same kid with a Bills hat, like over the course of multiple malls. And I see him and I point at him. I'd be like, <laughs> so I don't know who's haunting who, but um, shout out to <laughs> that little kid. How old was this kid? I don't know, man. He was like 12, I think, maybe. He was either 12 or 500, man. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> but he was at the South Coast Plaza and he was at Fashion Island. What do you think it meant? 
Bills might win this shit, bro. I think that's what uh, it meant. Oh, uh, that's not good for anybody. Bills might win this shit, bro. Come on, man. They the black remake of the Gipper. <laughs> they'd have to ready go for that. For, they'd have to go through everybody. For they'd, they'd go through everyone on this podcast to do that. So we're all hoping that doesn't happen. Um. All right. Quickly, my MVP, my MEP, and I don't know how we didn't get here yet, but uh, let's all have some fun with it. Russell Wilson, he gave us so much this season. Come on, he really did. I mean, just on his exit interview, so he beats the Chargers for no good goddamn reason. He gives an interview on the field after, and he says, when the Broncos turn it around next season, it's going to be the greatest story ever told. That's what he told the reporter. (laughs) I mean, not the Bible anymore. I mean, we saw his insane Subway commercial. His posts all season long have been unbelievable. Uh, high knees his, on the plane? Just, his high knees on the plane. <laughs> his just his horrendous play when he's just like locked in for half a bill, half a billion dollars for the next couple of years. Oh, it's, yeah. And then all the guys he won a title with saying he's a weirdo. That yeah. also happened this year. Gleefully, gleefully being like, <laughs> yeah, that guy fucking sucks. Is there anything worse than that? You're just like, dude, I thought we were all My boys. Like, yeah. buddies. Like, I thought we were in this shit forever. A Super Bowl. Sur- no, no. Those, those, uh, those anniversaries, those reunions are going to be yikes. Yeah, that jersey retirement is uh, going to be no fun. <laughs> um, Will, Will Senate, thank you for joining the show. Um, hey, where can we follow you the rest of this season? And can you leave us? with a Bengals postseason prediction. Um, yeah, you can follow me on, on Twitter, uh, send spotter on Instagram, uh, will underscore Senate. Um, and my Bengals postseason prediction is, um, is, is glory. I think, I mean, I, I really think, you know, we're, we're rocking, we're locked and loaded. Everybody looks good. You know, we almost killed a guy, but you know, we didn't. And so I think I, I genuinely do think we might, uh, we might win it all. And if we don't, don't come looking for me because you won't find me. You know what I mean? I'll be, I'll be in the fucking, I'll be in the ether, dude. I'll be gone forever. Oh my God. Lots of stakes. A lot of the stakes have never been higher. Uh, well, I'll say good luck. Uh, we hope you don't have to disappear into the ether. Uh, go Bengals. <laughs> go Bengals. Thanks for having me guys. Wild card weekend, baby fucking regular season is over we got all the bullshit teams out of the way the commanders are at home <laughs> so the are Tex- we the texans are at home the two bye weeks this uh two bye teams this week uh the eagles and the chiefs look at us look who at us other than us who probably predicted that before the season from the beginning but i also <laughs> predicted that jamel's commanders would make the playoffs and we could all have fun together today and doesn't look like that's happening from jamel's expression uh yeah i well i'd never tell you to go to hell danny but i was thinking it and it's fine but we're all here together i'm I'm actually having a great time jamel's having a great time uh jamel is having a great time because he also had another good week of picks we didn't do them on the show last week because the show is kind of a, a more uh what buttoned up discussion uh we did that on tuesday morning after had to close ranks had to close ranks yeah so we talked about tamar hamlin and uh we didn't really do game previews or anything like that so but we did make our picks 
We all went 11 and five. So nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Uh, So our grand totals at the end of the season, Jamel is at 156, 114 and two. Hey, that's a very, is that nationally competitive, Dan? Have you checked the stats on that, Dan? uh, You're like 10 games behind like most of like the CBS sports. How far am I behind? How far am I behind Tony Dungy? Uh, I'm not sure Tony Dungy publicly lists his picks. And if he does, I'll dig that up for next show. Uh, Danny and I somehow dead even 161, 108 and two. So this playoffs is really going to determine it all. Jamel's still in it. Jamel, if you go perfect playoffs, you can win this gift card. I mean, that's you almost went perfect playoffs last year. I was in both of yours position and had to sweat it out until like third quarter of the Super Bowl. Well, now you're five back and completely irrelevant, I think. And me and Dan, yeah, it's got to be over. Me and Dan are just like, you know, we're 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 just fighting to a draw over and over again here. Like Neo and Mr. Smith, something's got to give here. Uh, I feel like I really went strong on some picks this week and it just completely counter. I mean, the Texans that last (sighs) that that you could have been in the lead. There's a lot of fate here. That Texans uh, win was was rough because I had the Colts in that game. And it, it's rough for the Texans franchise. I mean, Lovey Smith, that's a huge fuck you on the way out to just take away the, the value of having the number one pick. Just the options you have and the maneuverability and just ruined it. You can't just underestimate. Chef's kiss, Lovey. I love this. Can't underestimate Saturday on a Sunday. <laughs> I know Saturday in the park really fucked his team all season long. Still hasn't been fired yet. If he can be fired, whatever. Let's get into wildcard weekend. First, as we said, two by teams, chiefs and Eagles. Danny, would you like to give us a few words about the chiefs as they head into what are your expectations? Number one, overall seed, uh, 14 and three season. Hell, Patrick Mahomes is going to win the MVP. How was it? I told myself that if we had, an uptick in performance after that Broncos game and the sweated out Texans game and all these other games that were just a little closer than my liking and the defense didn't look good. I told myself that if we, if we showed up against the Raiders and just had that ass kicking that we've, we've needed to give someone that I would say, I'm not too excited about that because it's just the Raiders. I need to temper my expectations, but that fucking ring around the rosy play, baby. We are back. We are going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to dominate the Eagles. If you get there, you should be very afraid. That ring around the posy was special. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a fucking football game. Like, oh my God. And, that's and they broke be- at the exact right time to sprint to their positions. They weren't bumping into each other. Oh my, it's just taking it back to the playground, literally. It's a good time. I can't wait until the Super Bowl when we do, uh, you know, Ghosts in the Garden or Red Rover, something like that. Well, my question to you, Danny, is who has a pocket full of posies? It's going to be the Eagles if they play us in the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. I'll take it. I want to be in the Super Bowl playing the Chiefs. Uh, Quickly, Danny, if the Bills make it to the AFC Championship game, that game will be played at a neutral site because the Bills would have had an opportunity to be the number one seed. Obviously, that game never happened. So if it's Bills-Chiefs, neutral site AFC title game, do you have a stadium that you'd prefer to play these games in or that game in? 
if you make it there. And uh, do you think that's bullshit? Not at all. Of course. What we said on the last show, like whatever happens, like we're just fans. We'll take it. We'll take the hit. And I'm glad that it didn't come down really that badly on the Chiefs. A neutral site, that's fine. I kind of don't like the pressure of playing at Arrowhead. Put us in a nice, comfy... Do- Bring it to LA, baby. Maybe I'd even go. Maybe I the, the prices would be astronomical, but right Dog, over downtown, come on. Whatever it takes to not hear a, a loud-ass tomahawk chop on my TV <laughs> broadcast. Whatever it takes. I can't promise you that the people of Kansas City are going to do what the good, fine, unhealthy people of Kansas City. Um, on the Eagles end of things, we did secure that number one seed. We did go 14 and three games. Jalen Hurd started. We went 14 and one. I like our chances when he's on the field. He didn't play great against the Giants. He's still getting right. But two more weeks to, to heal. We'll get Lane Johnson back. We'll get we'll be pretty fucking healthy going into this playoff. So um the sky's the limit. I, I don't see us losing in the NFC end of things. If it's the Chiefs, I, I, it's a tough game. But I do. I will be disappointed if the Eagles don't come out. But we'll talk about that more next week. But um, good vibes coming out of the Eagles locker rooms. Seems like Jalen Hurts gave a hell of a speech, as he always says, letting them fly. This guy uh, got a filthy mouth on him because somebody, one of the Eagles was Instagram living from the locker room and Jalen Hurts. Woo, dirt. That is a not for children, that speech. And I love that about Jalen Hurts because he buttons it up when he's in front of everybody else. He cursed like twice, man. No, dude. He said, he said, fuck a lot. Whatever, dude. That's not even cursing anymore. You could say that on FX. No, on the NFL, the NFL is like rated PG now. I remember when we were growing up, it was like rated R, but now it feels PG to me. They do bleep things out more than I like it. We're all adults here. Okay, let's get into it. Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, first game. Curious first pick. Usually this first game is a turd. This one, not really. I think it's interesting. Seahawks at Niners. Um, the Seahawks are only in the playoffs because the Packers completely choked against the Lions uh, on last Sunday night football, which was fantastic. Uh, these teams have played twice already. So this is the third game. Uh, the Niners won both those games. Both QBs making their first career playoff starts. Purdy, obviously, is a rookie. So, But Geno Smith in the playoffs. How about it? He's going to be right the fuck out of the playoffs in just a few days because the Niners <laughs> are going to beat the shit out of them. I mean, I, I, maybe it's just my experience a couple weeks ago having seen the Seahawks play in Arrowhead. They suck. They're not they're – be- their defense is bad. Geno's not – Great. He's got a high completion percentage. I remember people used to say that about like, you know, the great game managers, the Teddy Bridgewaters, the guys who just can't, you know, Alex Smith's out there who I know from personal experience cannot win you playoff games. Something bad is going to happen to Geno Smith and maybe several things. And it is going to be a blowout. Jamel. Well, obviously, I'm five back, and there's only wow. Like, there's only no. twelve football games left. Nah, 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 nah. I'm picking the Niners, but listen, there's a way the Seahawks can win. They have there like, is there Pete Carroll. Is. Pete Carroll's gonna have to go like two face Riddler Joker mode. I think 
there there's absolutely a, a world where I mean that Thursday night game they played just a few weeks back was close the entire game. It was in Seattle and it was one of I think Brock Purdy's first start on the road and the Niners did eventually blow it open, but that was a close game and you could see Purdy just doing what rookies do in the playoffs and just completely sucking ass. But I don't think the Niners are the offense is too smart to even let him be in that position. So I don't know, man. And they also have Christian McCaffrey. God, it's so fucked up because it's, it's so like fucked up. All the- it really doesn't matter if he can throw a screen pass to Christian McCaffrey two times a drive. They'll win the game. Flip it to he doesn't Debo. Have to- yeah, you can't like the Seahawks can't be like, oh, we're gonna make Brock Purdy beat us. It's not even possible. The only possibility he doesn't have is, to throw downfield. Here, here's how that could maybe work. The Seahawks start with the ball. They go on a drive. They score. Quick turnover. They score again. Weirdly, the game is 14-0. You're like, what the fuck is happening here? Niners kind of get off their game plan. Purdy's throwing a lot. I, there's just no way that's going to happen, though. Sure. I mean, would Niners really, are, it, the Niners are too good. Yeah, know? it counts on Christian McCaffrey having the worst game of his life, which I just don't think he will. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, anything can happen on a football field, but, you know, there are some things that are far, far, far more likely than others to happen. <laughs> and all of these events happening for the Seahawks, I just, why? Why would they? When the, when the Niners are so good, their defense is going to kill people. I guess I shouldn't say that. Actually, bleep that. Yeah, we got to Because we can't say that anymore. We can't. Let's not use the terminology Oh of, a, of, a, of, of our past. What's the I next am, game, Dan? Can you save I, this, Hold man? on. I'm picking the Niners as well. Should we do scores or who who cares? No, we should do score, scores. A million to none. Yeah, million I, think to we none. All, I think we all believe blowout, and that's a nice general area okay. to class. I think the only, the only thing that's really worth saying is, are, do you think they're going to cover or not? You know what I'm saying? Let's keep I it do. for the I think the Niners will yeah. win by 10 plus. I am going to bet that game in Vegas where I'm going to be. And I actually, the real interesting thing about the Niners is what's going on with their quarterback after this. Brock, Brock Purdy wins one playoff game, one. And, and what do you do with him? You have to keep him. He's probably the starter because Trey Lance, what are you going to do with him? And they're going to bring Jimmy Garoppolo back, of course. I think Jimmy's gone. But remember, there was some Jimmy talk about whether he'd be back in the playoffs. Cause I think what you just said is curious for now. If Brock Purdy somehow gets hit the wrong way there, they don't have, they have Josh Johnson who is in his 17th uh, season in the league and has played for every team. And he'll somehow get them 38 points. Also. I kind of like him. I kind of think he's good. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's stupid over there. All right. Uh, moving on Saturday night game chargers at Jaguars. Oh my God! What were the Chargers doing last week, Danny? Were you just just loving that? Just like, okay, so here's the the doppelganger scenario: the Giants also locked in to their seed, play nobody, and then Brandon Staley is like fumbling over himself. He's like, I can't figure out how to not play the starters. It's very easy; you just don't play them. He was like, we only have 48 guys on the team. It's like, <laughs> yeah, just pick the bottom. The it made no bottom sense. sixteen can go on the field, and then um, a couple of decent guys. So Mike Williams got hurt. I guess he might play. He seems like he's going to, but it seems like he's going to be pretty banged up. He got carted off the field playing in a game that didn't matter. They still lost that game, 
Uh, this particular game, Chargers at Jags, happened in week three. Jags won 38 to 10. They destroyed them. Here's a stat I got for you guys, too. Chargers one in three in outdoor games this season. They would have been 0 and 4, but the Browns missed a 53 yarder in the final second. So, Chargers outside is kind of a different thing. I think I'm rolling with the Jags. I like the Jags, baby. Chargers are going to charge. You know what they do? They charger things up. Oh, you waiting on me, Danny? I just, you know, I can't go second every time. I got to strategize here. I got to know the thing. I got to, and I need time to think. I'm picking the Chargers. Bolts for butts. Bolts for butt cheeks. I mean, this is exactly what's going on in my head right now. Sometimes I feel like it's the Chargers. I can see all the narratives. Sometimes I think it's the Jags. Honestly, I mean, Jags being at home, weird place to play. I don't think I've ever seen a playoff game played. Maybe that <laughs> that Brock Bortles or uh, Blake Bortles year. They yeah. Blake one Bortles there. had one. And, Byron Leftwich um, had, had one. Had one okay. Yes. Those yeah. Are, those I are mean, year two. Weird sight in the playoffs is all I'm saying. Brunel had one as well. You don't normally see that stadium on your playoff television screen. And it could be weird for the Chargers. Long trip, too. Think about that. They got to fly yeah. out there. Saturday game. Short week. I mean, banged up guys. But then also, the fucking Jags. That's who I'm betting on. The first time playoff ass Trevor Lawrence Jag. I guess Justin Herbert hasn't been in the playoffs either. And I don't believe in him. I do believe in Pizza Face, but I don't believe in him in this game. He's a fraud. But so is Trevor Lawrence. Give me the Jags. Oh, he did it. He did it. We can't. I can't lose to you on that one. Also, I don't think Mark Brunell had a home game. I think he made the AFC Championship game mm. off all road wins. I think you're right. Also, can't you just close your eyes and envision Jackson DeVille out there in a G-string, just pumping the crowd up, get, try, putting them into a frenzy? Yeah. I mean, I can also <laughs> picture him like trying to get the crowd going again with a couple of pelvic thrusts because they're down 25 points. Or selling fake Percocets in the parking lot. I could see him doing any one of those things. Oh. Okay. Uh, I think this is a shootout because their defenses both suck, kind of. So I like the Jags kind of like almost scoring 40. I'm riding Austin Eckler straight to hell. Bring me home, baby, through the river sticks. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. Sunday morning, 10. 05 a.m. They like to stagger these games in new ways. It's now 10.05 a.m. Dolphins at Bills. Uh, for my bet, for my money, this is the worst game of the weekend. One sentence. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> this is a one-sentence playoff game. Um, the Bills literally have an angel in their corner, so uh, Bills. Yeah, Bills, obviously. Skylar Thompson, probably. Oh, I mean, we you can't, after what happened, you can't bring Tua back into the game. If no. something happens to that man, the NFL will get canceled. No one can afford that. Yeah. So many fucking neutral sites if something like that happens. We can't handle it logistically. They're going to make the Dolphins start Skylar Thompson. He's going to get his ass kicked by 35, I'm saying. Whatever the spread is, it can't be big enough. Williams. 
Okay, so we all have the Bills. And like we said, we don't know who's going to play quarterback for the Dolphins. It looks like it's Skylar Thompson. Uh, Raheem Mostert also is injured. He probably isn't going to play. And he's I mean, the only Ty- hope they have. Tyreek <laughs> like, Hill, also injured. A little the injured, other only yeah. hope. He's banged up. He's going to play, but. He's been banged up for weeks, too. It's like he, every he's, game I see, he's like. He's just a little guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving yeah. on. One uh, forty p.m. They're getting, they're just making shit up at this point. Giants at Vikings. This is a fun one. I think this is a fun one. There is a history. This game is history because both teams have a negative point differential in the playoffs. Somehow these are losing teams of the overall scores. If you add them up, yeah, but they're both here playing in the playoffs. Welcome to the NFC. Yeah, yeah. this game has also happened. Every game is a rematch. I think. That has been pointed out. Um, every game this weekend is a rematch. My thing is, I wish it was primetime Kirk Cousins, because like one o'clock isn't quite primetime, so we could bet against him there. But it's can the Giants fluster Cousins? That's the whole thing. All they do is blitz, and Kirk gets bothered, and he goes into a shell. Here's one thing Kirk Cousins does well. He wins wildcard games. I mean, let's face it. He always wins this game. This is how he keeps his job. He'll always be the Vikings quarterback because of this exact thing. It's a phenomenon. The Saints know about it. Just ask anybody out in New Orleans when we're going to see him. We can ask him how they feel about Kirk fucking Cousins in wildcard weeks. He's good. So the team is bad. Justin Jefferson's probably going to be pretty mad he didn't get the, the title from Calvin Johnson. Give me the Vikings. I'm with you. I hate to say it because we're picking, we're going chalk right now. Danny. I know we're just going to have another fucking week of this. No, not quite yet. Cause we got, we still have a couple games left, but it's the, the team went 12 and four. And I look and I see Justin Jefferson. I see Dalvin cook. I see Thielen still a threat. Like they just have so many weapons. And they're at home, and they have that dumb skull chant. They got Hawkinson. Yeah. Their defense sucks, though. It's really bad. Mm. Well, but the Giants, what, is Saquon times, just going to go yeah. crazy? They rested. Think about this. The Giants just basically had a bye week. They did not compete against the Eagles. Dan, let me, let me stop you there and just pull my nuts out mid-podcast. He's going to say it. I'm going to say the New York football Giants, bitch. Well, because you have to. Because I have to. Because I don't have a choice, Dan. Plus, Saquon's great. Daniel Jones, I mean, he might also not need to throw to win this game. I could see him having 102 on the ground and being Ooh. very annoying, running around looking like Shaggy in like a one of them Scooby-Doo's with the Harlem Globetrotters. I this do game- like... My I do bad. like this, this game, though. Yeah, this is going to be a great game. And this Giants victory is for every Commanders fan who laughed when the Giants picked Daniel Jones in the draft. This is for you. This is dedicated to everyone in Rockville, Maryland. You guys are idiots and <laughs> fucking assholes. <clears throat> so, Danny and I have the Vikings. Jamel is the Giants. That is, I think, a very close game. So I could see that going either way. Uh, 
So far, we picked all home teams. I don't know if that's going to continue, how that trend's going to go. Uh, so we'll go. This is a triple header on Sunday, Sunday night, 515. Ravens at Bengals. We just saw this game last week. The Bengals humiliated the Ravens in more ways than one. They were doing funny coin flip celebrations. Was it fun? I mean, now that you think about it, was it that funny? Well, Joe Mixon had an actual coin (laughs) stored in his sock and flipped a coin in the end zone. All right. It's pretty funny. (laughs) Just clarifying, the show's official position is that that is funny. I just I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's funny, but I enjoyed it. You never know with the, you know, the seriousness of the reason behind it. You know, I just. What other word could you use? If I'm delighted, does that mean I thought it was funny? Because I was delighted. Well, then Avatar is funny. You were delighted by Avatar. I was. I had a, such a good time on Edibles. You wouldn't believe the amount of great moments. So you were. You may have chuckled a few times, right? It was. I mean, Just, I had loads of fun. Would you call it a romp? Would Would you call Avatar a romp? I understand why this shit makes like two billion dollars overnight in its sleep. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Here's the big question lingering over this game. Do you think Lamar Jackson is going to play? Yes. But I do too. He's going to suck. I mean, he can't have sat on the bench. He's forcing himself to play. That's what's going to happen. He's not ready. They would have given him week 18 snaps if he was actually going to if he was good enough to stand and play quarterback. Maybe they're protecting him from injury, but one extra week Give him some time on the field, just like you did with Hertz. They couldn't bring themselves to do it, so he's going to be the worst version of himself. I mean, the real issue with the Ravens is they don't have any receivers, man. Who's who's out there catching passes from anybody for this team? Devin Duvernay. That's well, fucking. That's a that's a sheet. That's a bed sheet. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is out there like on half the snaps for this Ravens team, which is bad in 2023. Unfortunately, that's not good. Um, I'm not even sure he's active for them anymore. Yeah, I've seen him running around. Uh, when? Where? What time? Recently in the in our 2022 December. <laughs> it's I, January. I think <laughs> if Lamar plays. Buttholes in Cincinnati will be quite tight. I think this Cincinnati Cinderella story from last season. Look, they've won, what, seven games, eight games in a row at this point. Um, They have an all-world offense. Joe Burrow talks the talk. But they they have sort of a Chiefs problem that I've identified in this Bengals team. They go up and then they don't finish the job. They kind of like let leads go away or they fall asleep for 20 minutes of the game. And there's something about this Bengals team that every sign points to, they should win this game. But I'm kind of, if Lamar plays and he looks okay early and he dazzles, if Lamar dazzles, can you imagine? I'm picking, I'm picking the Ravens. Oh, good. Phew. I needed to pick one up this week. I like this Ravens coaching staff better. I don't like Zach Taylor's ass. You're fucking locked in. Do you realize like Anthony Brown walks out onto that field and you are locked in. I like this coaching staff for the Ravens better than the Bengals coaching staff. And I think the Bengals fans 
don't know how to act yet. They don't know how to act. Look, this is a win-win for me. I'm terrified of the Bengals. I want them out of the playoffs. They're very good. Uh, and I don't know. I I mean, it would be okay to face the Ravens, even if Lamar's suddenly dazzling again. I still think we could kick the crap out of them if, if we absolutely had to. And it's a win-win for me. I win the pick because I'm picking the Bengals, obviously. And then if we kick the uh, Bengals out of the playoffs, great. So I got to do it. Bengals. You know, this is tough. Because obviously what I want to happen is Lamar to come back and be incredible. That's what I want. But I also know no matter who I pick, I'm going to break even with Danny. (laughs) Or Dan. No, it's just you. You and Dan happen to be tied, but I'm actually connected to you like on some Voldemort Harry Potter All right. shit. All right, fair enough. And yeah, I'm going to just pick the Bangaloids. Give me the bungles. The question is the spread, because definitely if Lamar shows up, or even if they don't, I think the Ravens defense is good. So this could be a they low are. scoring like 20 to 16 kind of game, but you know, I don't know if they win. The Bengals defense is good. It's just Lamar Jackson, when he is at his best, I don't think is he's unstoppable. We just yeah. haven't seen it for a little while. For like so two whole seasons. It's just like, uh, it's a wild card. It's like, if this dude's on the field, anything can happen. Like, well, truly. the only the dog, he's Lamar Jackson is getting done like Aaron Rodgers in the sense that the Ravens saw how good he was and was like, well, let's see what he does with less. Let's give him even yeah, less. It's bad. If he, Let's give him less. If he pops into that game just to go insane and get his bag that he knows he deserves. That'd be cool. That would be, be cool. That'd be real cool. If I'm Lamar, I probably am not playing because this, even though I'm picking the Ravens, I don't think they're good and they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, the reason why I'm not playing is because a wild card game isn't big enough. That's true. Yeah. It's not big enough. He's got to win. If he comes, if they find a way to get out of this and get to the divisional game and he plays, then they'll actually pay him. Oh, dear God, no. I hope that. If you beat the Bengals and knock them out of the playoffs, that's big. Nah, that is absolutely. enormous. If, he's white, if you're Brock Purdy, absolutely. you forgot, man. <laughs> Race plays a factor in this money. Come in, win that wild card game, then get hurt at the end of it. Yeah. You don't have to play the rest of the games that you would have lost. Take that money and fuck the city at the same time. Oh, the city doesn't have anything to do with it. Okay, uh... We have a Monday night playoff game. Now, wild card weekend's getting wild as shit. Monday night, Cowboys at Bucks. The Bucks are a losing team. They're eight and nine. They're hosting a playoff game. The Cowboys come to town. Uh, Jamel, I don't. Do you want to gloat a little bit? You just beat the, your team. Beat the shit out of this Cowboys team. I mean, as as meaningless as wins can be, that was a good one. It it's was just great. fun. It's just fun to watch the Cowboys be bad against anybody. And when it happens to be your team, it's a little even more moi. But it was still was like, it was still weak as fuck because the stadium was weak as fuck. Like Big G, one of the best, one of the biggest names in DC hood history was in the parking lot selling CDs and hoodies and no one cared. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, the energy wasn't there. Maybe people cared. I don't know, dude. Sam Howell cared. He did, and he looked Sam good. Howell, that man, good enough to get his ass beat. I, oh, God, I would whoop his ass if I saw him in okay. person. 
Cowboys Bucks, one side of this game, you have a quarterback who cannot stop throwing interceptions. He's thrown he he led the NFL in interceptions this year, 15 picks. He missed five games and still led the league. He cannot stop throwing it. On the other side of the ball, uh, the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. I mean, he's a shell of himself. What a weird way to frame this game. It's so it's funny. true. What what is eight how and else nine? is there to frame it? Eight and nine, Dan. The other team beat your ass. I just we beat we went one and one on the season look, against each other. This is I hope this is the ultimate test of your NFC East bias. This is it. Oh, you can know, you you know really, what I'm saying, and I know what you're saying, and it's you disgusting. know exactly what it I'm is. Saying. You are chronic. It is a very serious problem. Did you see how bad Dallas was against the Commanders? When they play outside on grass, they're a different team. I think these things matter, just like I factored that into the Chargers game. There's something different. I think CeeDee Lamb is all world. I think he's fucking incredible. Dak is just inconsistent. He's going to turn the ball over once or twice. Tom Brady will not turn the ball over. Tom they Brady suck, is going to get conservative. Tom Brady is going to get strip sacked. All night long. It's going to be like the second half of that. Remember the Titans game. It's going to look, it's going to be a montage of brutal hits on an old man who can't move. And and his offensive line who just keep like we, they keep losing guys. They just lost another guy who will protect the 47 year old Tom Brady. Am I, is that even right? It's not, I was just making it pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. I mean, he is old as fuck. He is Tom Cruise in in Top Gun old. Uh, Yeah, I suppose I am picking the Cowboys in this game. They just look so bad. They look so bad in a game that didn't matter. It did matter to them. They could have had the one seed in the NFC. They Uh, wanted it. They knew they weren't going to get it. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The Commanders wanted Uh, to salvage their season. They, they, They have pride as a defense, so they went out there and and did something to Dak. He'll be fine. They got Tony Pollard anyway. He'll run nine times and for 160. Yeah. Danny, who are you picking? I think you know I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones special, baby. Do you remember last season where they lost at home to Jimmy Garoppolo on the fucking... They ran back up the middle and then just didn't have enough time to spike it. The I Niners mean, are this always This is what good. they do. The they blow this game. Are I know, bad. but I don't care, man. I mean, Tom Brady, the Bucs are one of the worst teams and, I ever laid eyes on. Tom Brady does. He wins this game. I, That's how it goes. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. This is the okay uh, corral now. These, this is how we'll tie. One of, the, one of us <laughs> is right about one of these two. All right. Let's move into this week's mailbag. You've got mail. Um, the mailbag returns been on a hiatus for two weeks we got mail coming out of our ears up over here at sorry we love football headquarters um danny would you like to grab a piece of mail after this long-awaited hiatus i would like to and i can't wait any longer to dig deep into this bag all the way to the bottom touch the face of god all right here we go hey jamel love the show just want to say i look forward to working with you it's me, Major Tutty. With all the uncertainty last week, you guys didn't get to talk about my big week 16 debut, which sucks because I was very curious what you thought. Should I be fatter maybe? Thinner? Is my smile cool or should I have a mean military face? What about me being a hog? That plays, right? Hogs eat people's faces. 
Whatever your feelings are, I want to know so I can ball them up and toss them right in my shit. I don't give a fuck what you think because I'm here to stay. The last fuck you from Daniel Snyder before he's forced to sell the team. And whatever green energy billionaire fuckwad buys us is going to have to suck hog with the rest of you because it looked dumb as fuck to replace me now. Your whole city got played, bitch. See you and Taylor Heineke next season. Love, Major Tutty. Where was he the first 15, 16 weeks? That's what it's Major Tutty would not have existed if this whole Daniel Snyder cancellation never happened. That is what I that is what this letter is admitting. Well, uh coincidentally. Oh, I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I also happened to have a letter. Well, look, we missed a few weeks. Maybe he's been he kept writing in. Well, uh, I have a letter sure. from Major Tutty that it says, please read me right here on the letter. I'm gonna read it. Jesus. Uh Okay, this is from Major Tutty. It says, good morning, soldiers. I love the smell of elimination in the morning. I wanted to write in and congratulate the troops on a great first campaign. Eight, eight and one is nothing to oink at. Now, you're probably wondering where I was the first 17 weeks of the season. I am! And if you must know, I was a POW in Cowboys camp. They tortured me for hours. By making me watch Danny Warfel highlights and Rex Grossman highlights and Tim Hasselback highlights and Todd Collins highlights and Gus Farratt highlights and Patrick Ramsey highlights and Jeff George highlights and Carson Wentz highlights and Mark Sanchez highlights. I could go on, but I don't want to have another PTSD episode. Thankfully, those days are over and the future is bright with our new franchise quarterback, Sam Howell. Ah, taste that freedom. Well, I'll see you guys later. I'm going to Ecuador to get a BBL. Signed, Major Tutty. Get two sets of ass cheeks while you're down there. Well, I think what we have here is an imposter situation. Clearly, (laughs) the audience, interact with us. Let us know who you think the real Major Tutty, what his real personality is. Is he a- Who's under there? Who do you- is he a POW? Who it's survived? Dan Snyder under there. Or is it a, a Dan Snyder acolyte who hates Jamel? That's really it's the Dan Snyder. That's why the guy, that's why Major Tutty doesn't have an ass at all, because it's Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder is the one who committed all those crimes against employees and women and children. Mm. Jamel. I want him out of my building. Please. Seems like he's here today. <laughs> If there's one, I don't know who the real uh, Major Tutty is, but it does seem like he's here to stay. I will. Say I cannot that. believe for weeks and weeks and weeks and months, you guys were like, "Oh, Jamel, your team's good. You should be happy." And then the season ends with you guys both taking a shit on top of my head. I hope- I like that. That's what management at their building was working on. They're like, "Hey, we could deal with these stacks of legal paperwork and allegations, or we could create a new mascot." <laughs> That's the that was their fun like when they got breaks from the legal work, they got to think of they got to blue sky all these new mascot ideas. It's for- like working at the office, the British one. Oh. Jamel, do you have a, le- a letter that's not from Major Tutty? I know I hope if not. you reach into the pile there may be more, but Try and well, avoid it. I look around. I see a lot of M's and T's and the, a lot of pig stamps. But I, you know what I picked up one? I picked up one, a letter from Aaron Rodgers. Finally got, got A-Rod to write in. Here it is. <clears throat> okay, here we go. 
Hey, what's up, boys? Big fan of the show. Pat's busy at a cornhole tournament sponsored by Halliburton right now, so I figured I'd write in and get some things off my chest. First off, first off, I'm not upset that we lost to the Lions and didn't make the playoffs. Honestly, America is a little too obsessed with winning. And I'm kind of past all that now. Losing is the next big thing. If losing wasn't good, then why have I watched the movie Loser starring Jason Biggs 4,700 times? Mina Suvari is my spirit animal. Moving on. I'd also like to address not swapping jerseys with Jameson Williams after the game. It was not personal. I told him I had to hang on to this one because I actually have plans to start my own business selling secondhand clothes. Uh, yeah, you heard of Depop? Well, this is free pop. Previously loved fashions for free thinkers. Guys, the only thing that's more vintage than this gear is the DNA that's been coursing through our veins for thousands of years, fighting off the haters and several communicable diseases. It's not just my stuff on there either. We've got socks from the game Kyrie Irving only scored six points in. Nick Bosa's flannel shirt from the first time he did stand-up comedy. Stay tuned for that. Hey, he's going to be hot soon. Uh, and the car phone Herschel Walker threw at his wife. Yeah, the hits don't stop, people. Free pop launches the moment Patrick Mahomes wins MVP. Uh, and uh, don't be alarmed. The site is technically listed as a store for horses. <laughs> That's just for some paperwork stuff. No big deal. Free pop. Get your, get your reasonably priced gear at free pop. Thanks for reading and all that you do. So this is a, a secondhand clothing brand for free thinkers. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. People who who don't necessarily think clothes need sleeves. Who said sleeves were the thing? Why do we need socks? Poor Jameson Williams. You know, he's a rookie. He mustered all this courage to go up to the back-to-back MVP, ask the guy, tugs on his sleeve. Hey, uh, it was like the fucking uh, Coke commercial. (laughs) Except Joe Uh, Green was like, nah, fuck you. Fuck you, kid. (laughs) Find your own Coke. I might retire. (laughs) Yeah, again. Dude, he has morphed into Brett Favre. Brett Favre used to do this every offseason, hold the Packers hostage. Now Aaron Rodgers has slipped in nicely. That's a curse of the Green Bay job. I think once you become the, the, the guy, you turn into an asshole. It turns uh, you that way. Danny, final thoughts. I just want to go back to that ring around the Rosie play. So fun. And here's my gripe. Every time there's a really, truly fun play like that, it gets a fucking penalty flag. Fuck you, refs. Again, come on. Just let it go. Let the holding go for so we can all enjoy a highlight. Without a fucking asterisk on it. We'll throw something better out in the playoffs. We'll see. You guys usually do do some fun stuff. Uh, My final thought is I'm looking forward to enjoying a relaxing weekend of football. Eagles don't have to play. We just watch our opponents beat the shit out of each other. And uh, we'll see who shows up to uh, our stadiums uh, in a week plus time from now. Jamel? Uh, I think a Monday night wildcard game is an abomination. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. We done got through another season. Another season of explaining that, yes, 
there is a game on on Monday. It's happening right now. We've touched on this in the season before. The NFL has to give us a fucking break. I think they're doing this shit on purpose because they see, like, I, you know on TikTok the genre of um, inconsiderate boyfriend. Yes. Inconsiderate sure. male companion choosing football over his wife and family. The NFL sees that this is a lucrative thing and they're trying to capitalize on it. And I don't think it's fair to us. Give us our Mondays back. It's the fucking playoffs. I'm sorry that I'm looking forward to that because I kind of like it. Bonus football day. I'm sorry. Got to mention again, show, live show. If you're in New Orleans, we will be covering the AFC and NFC championship games in New Orleans. Yep. Uh, All the information will be available in all the ways that you have listened to us. Got to throw that out as many times as possible. We're going to have a good fucking time. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Sunday. Come on.